Hello everyone, welcome back to The Self-Made CEO. This is episode 18. I'm your host, Adrian Finch. And today we're talking about a really personal story. This is how I manifested $5,000 by basically doing nothing, just by manifesting and manifesting alone. So today we're gonna get into kind of my background and why I was hesitating to manifest things for a really long time. Then we're gonna talk about how I actually went about manifesting this how I asked for it, how I received it, and then the follow through and the follow up. Did it happen? How did it work? So we're going to get right on into this. I feel like it's a very inspiring story just for all of you out there who want to manifest things and maybe don't have the full faith that, you know, it can happen to you because I know I felt that way for a long time. So we're going to dive right on into that. Stay tuned. My name is Adrian Finch and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to be back. I was actually, if you followed along my Instagram, I was just in Croatia for the last two weeks on this incredible, incredible trip. Basically lived on a boat. It was amazing. It was absolutely magical. And that's actually where I recorded my last week's episode from, a little short inspirational episode. If you haven't heard it, it's only 10 minutes long. It's just a little bit of inspiration for you to start your day, start your week, and I really encourage you to take a listen. I just gained so much perspective and just really thought about a lot of things while I was on this trip, while I was away from the hustle and bustle of Los Angeles and all the crazy pressure and all that. So I really enjoyed recording that. It was an amazing trip, but as you can probably imagine, I am so happy to be home. I'm happy to be back in the comfort of my own bed and not on a boat. And I'm happy to be recording again, full episodes. We have a lot of fun guests coming up on the show very soon. I'm also thinking of starting a new series, Mental Health Monday. Let me know what you guys think. Leave me a message on Instagram at the self-made CEO. I really would love to touch on some mental health topics, even if they're short, you know, shorter episodes. I I just, I love mental health as a topic, and as you guys probably know, my parents are both psychologists, so I feel like I have a lot of insight there, and I I really want to help you guys out, because of course, mental health and mental happiness is such an important part of our everyday lives, of creating businesses, creating success, just being happy, being the best 2.0 versions of ourselves. So anyway, I hope you guys have been doing well. It's so nice to be back. Today, I decided to make an entire episode about how I manifested $5,000. So normally, I'm not one to like talk about money, especially in my personal life, but I also feel like here we are, we're real, we're raw. I'm doing this podcast to show you both the ups and downs of having a business or of, you know, trying to do live the life that you want to live, have the business or the success or the career that you want to have. And sometimes ups and downs come with that. I've had many a struggle and in fact, my journey to actually manifesting this was not entirely easy, but I want to share with you guys how that went down. The second this happened, I actually posted a photo with kind of a brief explanation of the story over on the self-made CEO Instagram. Um, And a lot of you guys were asking like, how did this happen? What happened? Tell me, I want to know. So I'm going to get into that today. 
And I do want to also encourage you guys, if you haven't listened to my episode about how to manifest anything in 24 hours, I encourage you to listen because basically I outline a nine-step process for manifesting anything. And I recommend starting with something small, something that the stakes aren't very high, like a coin or a feather or a butterfly. This just really helps to show you that manifesting is real and manifesting is possible for anyone. So I will actually link the nine-step process, the worksheet, in the show notes if you guys want to check it out but I do encourage listening to that episode it's very inspirational I actually got the most feedback that I've ever gotten on an episode from that one the most people telling me oh my gosh I did this can't believe it worked this is incredible so if you guys are still skeptical skeptical about manifestation and kind of how it all works I fully understand and I feel you there so maybe take a listen to that episode and I'm also going to get into some of that right now today But yeah, manifesting is something that I was introduced to, I think like probably a year and a half ago. And I just remember at first thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is so exciting. This is going to be so fun. Because if you think about it, thinking about the life you want, thinking about the possessions you want or the love you want is fun. It's like you're living in this fantasy world for a minute where you can imagine having anything that you could possibly dream of having and seeing it appear right in front of you. And that's what I'm telling you you can do. You can literally think up anything that you want in the world. So it's actually really fun to manifest things and to think about manifesting and to dream about the things that you want. So to start off, I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a background as to what led me to this day that I manifested $5,000. So as I said, I've been thinking about and talking about manifestation for probably a year and a half now. But I want you to know something. It is not an easy overnight process. Like you are not going to wake up one day and be like, oh my gosh, I'm manifesting everything. You will definitely manifest things. But what you'll notice, and it's completely normal human nature, is that we like to develop a lot of resistance to the idea of manifesting something. We are wired for survival. And if you think about it, it's a very weird concept. You guys all know like how we have a fight or flight mechanism, right? You're about to jump off a cliff into water and your body's like, no, thank you. I don't want to do that. This is not safe. That's your fight or flight mechanism talking. So we are wired to have that fight or flight reaction with a lot of different things in life, with things as as simple as making a decision, you know, like thinking, what kind of lunch do I want today? Or should I take this job? Should I jump off this cliff? Should I go on this trip? Decision making is something that, you know, our bodies still and our minds still treat as, oh my gosh, is this, am I going to survive when I'm doing this? There are two major, the two main fears that people have in the world are number one, death, and number two, public speaking. I feel like that is so interesting because if you think about it, the reaction that you get when you're nervous and your body starts to shake and your heart starts to beat really fast and you get super scared or nervous for public speaking or for jumping off that cliff, that's literally your body releasing the same chemicals it would release if a bear was about to attack you and kill you. So it's funny that we actually view fear as survival, as not survival. Like we're scared of something because we are fearing death. At our very primal roots, we are fearing death, which I think is so interesting. And when we can realize that this is what our minds and bodies are doing, it helps us to take control of a lot of those decisions that we would not necessarily make because we are scared. So 
it is a natural reaction to resist something like the concept of manifesting because it doesn't seem safe. It doesn't seem natural to leave your fate into the hands of the universe and to not know what your plan is or to not know how something is going to work or if something is going to resolve itself. That is completely normal and natural. Our minds don't want to let go of control. We want to be in control because, again, at our very core, we want to survive. We want to survive. So we want to know what decision we're making and we want to know what the outcome is on the other side. So what's so amazing about manifesting and about training our brains kind of, or I guess untraining our brains from this habit is you can unleash so much more potential, so much more success and happiness and so many more things that you want because you basically just have to push past that fear mechanism, that fight or flight and just make the decision and just let go and leave the fate into the hands of the universe and you will see things materialize in front of your eyes and you will realize that you don't have to be so scared of the unknown because as long as your thoughts are in the right place and you are not resisting and you're not putting resisting thoughts out there into the universe, you will get those things that you are wanting and that you are asking for. So that's kind of a just a little tidbit. So in terms of my background, like again, I resisted this for a long time. At first I thought, oh my gosh, I love this. This is great. Like this totally works. I can already tell. I'm so excited. But then as you do it more and more, you're going to find that you will start resisting, whether it's once or every now and then. And you can't even help it. It's almost subconscious. Your brain will just put up kind of a blockade and say, hold on, this doesn't make sense. Like this, no. No. (laughs) And I found that happening to me a lot, especially around trying to manifest things that had really high stakes. For example, as you guys might know or not know, I'm not sure, I make YouTube videos full time. So I have this podcast. I also have a YouTube channel. And my YouTube channel is how I make majority of my income. I partner with brands. I partner with companies. I make content for companies. I put it on my channel. Sometimes I produce content for other brands. And that's how I make my money. So I want you guys to know something. It's not all fun and games. No matter what level you're at on YouTube or on social media, there are ups and downs with income, with success, with not success, with not feeling like you're succeeding. It is such an up and down lifestyle. Being an entrepreneur, being a freelancer, it's tough because nothing is really ever guaranteed. You may have a really good couple of months and you may be progressing, progressing, progressing and then maybe the algorithm changes and all of a sudden your views drop and it's not in your control and that's the thing that I've had such a hard time accepting and being okay with is that I'm someone who likes to work hard and see the success on the other side, like see how my hard work is benefiting me and how it is progressing me and how I'm being rewarded for it. And sometimes with YouTube, if my views are all of a sudden lower, but I'm not changing anything I'm doing, it makes me really upset. And it makes me go into this kind of fearful state of mind where I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like I need this to work because I need to make money from brands. I need to pay my bills. And what I notice is that it's when I start fearing that, when I start almost panicking and getting in this like scarcity mindset, meaning that, you know, I'm scared of not succeeding or not making the money that I need to make to survive again it's that primal instinct being like Adrian you're not going to survive if you don't get good views on this video if you don't make this money if you don't pay your bill 
that instinct is natural and that happens a lot. So I have found myself through these ups and downs. I've had months where I'm doing extremely well and I've had months where I've made zero dollars and I'm just going to be completely real about that because that is the reality of this kind of career. Sometimes it's amazing, sometimes it's not. And you know, Instagram, for example, is a complete highlight reel. Like you're not always seeing these parts. You're seeing, oh, free travel and all this fun stuff. And but you're not seeing the backside of it. You're not seeing the business deals I'm negotiating, the business deals that I don't end up getting, the, you know, the hours and hours I spend emailing and not necessarily seeing an outcome. So, you know, to be an entrepreneur and to to be a freelancer and to know that not everything is guaranteed and that your outcome is not always known, that has been a learning curve. And that is a mindset that you have to develop to do a job like this, is not always knowing what's on the other side. So that's kind of where I was at. I was manifesting things left and right, but I was also putting a little bit of resistance on myself. And that was all my fault, right? Like I was the one creating this resistance by worrying about getting the next deal by wishing that I you know was offered more deals and by not just letting go and just doing what I can do and letting the universe take control another thing I think that happened that creates resistance is competition and comparing yourself to others and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this and deal with this and probably do compare yourself a lot but with with what I do there's competition everywhere my roommates, my friends, people doing similar things to me, people's videos doing better, people getting more money or making more connections or getting better deals. It's everywhere. And you just simply in this type of career doing YouTube, especially when a lot of people close to me also do it, you just can't think about it like that. Like I've just trained myself to never view it as competition and to only be happy for others and to encourage others. And I want to emphasize this because this is a universal law for sure. You can't be jealous and competitive. Step one to not resisting. Like step one to eliminating this resistance to manifesting and to living your dream life is to overcome jealousy, any jealousy and any competition. I promise you that everything is a direct reflection of how you feel and how you think and how you act. So if you are happy for others' success, even if they're doing the same thing you are, even if you think it's unfair, if you think your stuff is better, but they're being rewarded and it's completely not fair, I promise you if you are happy for them, if you are encouraging them, and if you're looking at your competition more like, hey, I want to be more like them, instead of, oh, screw them for having this success, or why are they making more than I am? It's not fair. When you do that, you are actually resisting you are resisting that happening to yourself you are basically manifesting the opposite because you are putting negative low vibration frequencies out into the universe regarding someone else being successful and you not being successful and that is not going to help you to be more successful so basically I found myself panicking a little bit too much about like my low views or where the next brand deal is coming from instead of just working hard and letting the universe take control and just going with the flow and knowing that it's going to be okay And you guys are probably like, you preach this all the time. Like, how are you like even feeling this way? But I'm telling you, this is normal. This is a human interaction and all we can do or a human reaction. And all we can do is just train ourselves and practice and practice getting these thoughts out of our head, getting these low vibration frequencies out of our head. We need to stop thinking thoughts of resistance. So 
remember that to manifest anything, you have to let go of the how and the when. So I, for example, was overthinking, like, how am I going to get a brand deal if I'm not pitching to brands? And the struggle of wondering when a deal would come, worrying that it wouldn't come, instead of just saying, I'm going to have a ton of amazing brand deals offered to me, and I don't know when, and I don't know how, but it's just going to happen. And that was the first thing that I needed to do, is understand that. So that leads us to, you know, actually changing that mindset and actually asking for what you want. Ask and you shall receive. That is what a lot of manifestation experts say, and it is so, so, so true. Ask and you shall receive. So you need to stop thinking those thoughts of resistance because thoughts become things. This is one of my favorite little sayings. Thoughts become things because it is absolutely true. And here's a good exercise for kind of starting to change your mindset regarding this. I've talked about this before, but some one simple, simple thing you can do every single day is flip your wording that you say out loud. So flip your wording and flip your thoughts to be positive instead of negative. So for example, let's say you got 200 views, or let's say I got 200 views on a video. I don't know. I'm making this up, but this is a good example. So the immediate negative reaction that I could have could be, oh, only 200 people liked this. This wasn't a success. I shouldn't do this anymore. That's not enough people to like, I shouldn't do this. It's a waste of time. Versus a very, very simple immediate flip that I could make is, wow, 200 people cared about this. Like that's, I bet there are even more that do too. And I can grow this. There are more than 200 people. If 200 people cared, I bet 2000 people care. I just need to find them and I can grow this. So it's as simple as just looking at the bright side. It sounds so cliche and easy, but it genuinely rewires your brain. When you train yourself to immediately have the positive thought rather than the negative thought, that is when this manifesting and all of this just becomes natural because thoughts become things. If you're instantly saying, oh, wow, that's amazing that 200 people cared about this, then that is just a positive thought, putting a positive energy into the world and like attracts like, you are going to attract more people liking your stuff into your life. So even if you think it sounds ridiculous, I challenge you to just try it. Literally be that glass half full person all the time. Every single thing, just positivity. And remember, it's not just about what you're saying out loud. Though saying it out loud can actually help to train your inner thoughts a ton because, you know, your subconscious is what is controlling 95% of literally everything you do. So your conscious is who is saying this out loud. But what you are saying out loud is training your subconscious to flag that as, as important, to filter that out as important. So if you tell yourself to think a certain way enough times, you will genuinely start thinking that way. Like one example of, I've heard many people actually give this example before, is like, if they're at work and they have to do a task that they just really despise doing, like maybe editing a video or doing an expense report or something that's super annoying, they literally will tell themselves in their heads or out loud, like, I love doing this. Like, I can't wait to do this. This is going to be so easy and I'm going to be done so soon. And it sounds ridiculous at first, but I kid you not, the more you actually say that, the more you like start believing it and the more you stop really caring about the task you have to do. And I promise until like you're going to think it's ridiculous until you do it. And then you're like, oh, my God, I actually don't care anymore. Or another example, like my roommate Morgan and I have talked about this before. If it's a super cold outside or super hot outside, you can almost convince yourself that you're not cold. Like I've done this before. If you just think so hard, you're like, no, I'm not cold. I'm not cold. 
it almost feels like you're not cold. And it's insane the connection that the mind and body have. So try it. I genuinely encourage you to try it because it works. We are going to take a quick break right now. But when we come back, we're going to talk about how I actually manifested this $5,000. Be right back. Hello, we are back. So another strategy that kind of has helped me with stopping these, you know, thoughts of resistance, these negative thoughts, is called the five-second rule. So the five-second rule is a strategy that was made up by Mel Robbins. I actually just started reading her book. And so this is new to me, but I have done it already. I also realized how many times I've done it without even knowing that I've done it. And basically, in short, I would love to make an entire episode about this because I think it's incredible and life-changing. But in short, it basically is this strategy where every time you're going to make a decision or do an action or do something that is maybe uncomfortable or maybe something that's, you know, challenging you or outside of your comfort zone, she says, all you need to do is just count backwards down from five and then just do it. So it sounds really simple, but you just would be like, five, four, three, two, one, go. The reason why is because it only takes five seconds for your brain to start hesitating, to start overthinking, and to start putting all these thoughts into your head like, well, this could be dangerous. Well, you shouldn't do this. There's a lot of risk with this. You know, it only takes five seconds. So if you just count down from five, you're distracting yourself from even letting your brain start thinking those thoughts. Here's an example of how this worked for me actually on my Croatia trip. I did this before I even read the book. Um, there was this cliff. We went whitewater river rafting or whatever it's called. And there was this cliff that a lot of people were jumping off of. And let me tell you, I am not one to cliff jump. I don't know why. I think it sounds really fun. But whenever I actually get up there, it takes me like 30 minutes to have the courage to like throw my body over the edge. The reason why, again, it's that fight or flight reaction. My body is literally sending signals or my brain is sending signals to my body saying, no, don't do this. It's dangerous. Don't jump off. You're not supposed to jump. (laughs) And so... Literally, I would stand there for like 20, 30 minutes sometimes, just like not jumping. And so this time I was in Croatia and I had already told myself, Adrian, do things outside your comfort zone. You're in Croatia. You're going to remember this forever. Like just say yes to everything. I kind of told myself, you're going to say yes to everything on this trip. So here we are in this raft and only some people were like getting out and swimming to the cliff. Let me tell you, the water was also absolutely frigid. So I was like, oh God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But I knew I should. I knew it'd be fun. I knew I wouldn't regret it. I was like, I should do this. And I was watching other people do it too. And I was like, oh, it's not that bad. It's really not that high. So I swam up, got onto the cliff, looked over the edge and oh my God, did it feel so much higher than it looked. And immediately I was like, oh my God, why did I agree to this? This is so stupid. And I started hesitating instantly. My body was like, nope, you shouldn't do this. And I started overthinking instead of just throwing my body over the edge. And if you think about it, I knew it was safe. Other people were doing it. So I knew nothing would happen to me. And I knew that like like, there was no risk. So why was my brain like, no, 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 don't do this. And I began immediately overthinking it. Now, here's the funny part. Our river guide, the guy that like our skipper, I guess, who was controlling and paddling our boat, he was kind of like making fun of me the whole time. He was kind of just giving me some shit and I was giving him shit back. So when I went up to the cliff, he actually jumped up on right behind me and he was like threatening to push me off. And 
So I was standing there at the top and I could see him running up the rock and he was like, I'm going to get you. And so it almost forced me. I didn't really do the five, four, three, two, one. I saw him and I was like, oh my God, he's going to push me. And because he was running up, I just jumped. And also someone who was in a raft down below, someone in my group was like, don't think, just jump. And I kid you not, for some reason, them saying that just was like, it sparked like, aha, okay, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm just not going to think, boom, done. So in a weird way, that was me utilizing the five second rule because instead of thinking, I just counted down and jumped. He was coming for me and I was like, oh no, I need to go. And I jumped. And guess what? It was the most incredible thing. It was so fun. I loved it. I got this rush of adrenaline. It felt good. It was just, I was like proud of myself too. I was proud of myself for doing it. So anyway, the five second rule is definitely something that you can utilize every single day if you want. A big one I think that people use it for is waking up in the morning. Instead of hitting that snooze button, you hear your alarm, you just count down five, four, three, two, one, feet on the floor. It doesn't even let your mind hesitate for a second. It doesn't let you even think about whether you wanna go back to sleep. That is kind of the whole background of like, you know, how I kind of struggled to manifest things at first because of this resistance and and it comes and goes sometimes I'm good at it sometimes I struggle but overall this is what I've realized I need to stop thinking those thoughts of resistance so this leads us to step two I guess of how I manifested this which was ask and you shall receive what I did actually this time is I was using my self journal so a lot of you guys have asked me what planner I use because I've posted a picture of this on Instagram many times and I have been using lately the self journal. I have tried so many different planners because I'm actually very particular about my planner and I've realized how important it is to have a planner that really works for you and what you need because your productivity will be the highest if you are having a routine and using the planner or using the system that works the best for you. So lately I've been using the self journal and it basically I look for two elements in a planner and these are what I realized that I need. I need it to be a daily planner, meaning that each page is for one day and it has hourly slots because I like to plan tomorrow today. So the night before, every single night, I like to plan out my next day hour by hour. And of course, sometimes this will change like the day of, but at least I have this foundation of, you know, what I have going on for the next day. And then the second element is I like this gratitude aspect. I like this aspect that forces me to really think about what am I grateful for today? What am I thankful for when I wake up? What am I thankful for at the end of the day? Because as we've talked about before, gratitude is so 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 important you're attracting more of that into your life when you are recognizing what you have when you are saying thank you and when you are really just you know being grateful for for what you do have and where you're at now so the self journal basically has the left hand page which is the daily planner aspect and then on the right hand page it asks you this morning things you're grateful for it asks you what your goals are today's targets it even like gives you some nice quotes so Basically, on August 12th, I don't know what even made me do this. And this is the incredible thing. I think a lot of times with manifesting, again, you're not thinking about it. You're not planning this out. You cannot think about the how and the when. You just kind of do it and you just don't really think. So for some reason on August 12th, when I was filling out my journal for that day, underneath today's targets, and it says, what will make today a win for you? For some reason, I was just like, I want to make some more money and I just wrote it down I just wrote an unexpected five thousand dollars 
And by the way, I've also talked about this before. Typically, I'm not trying to manifest money because money is simply just the vehicle for exchanging You know, it's the thing you're exchanging for what you actually want, what you actually desire and value. And you should typically be manifesting those things, those things that you want versus the money because you can get the things you want in a lot of different ways besides just from money. So I wrote down an unexpected 5K and then guess what? I didn't think about it at all. I wrote it down and I shut my planner. So here's where the interesting thing is. I didn't think about this at the time, but when I woke up on August 19th, to an email offering me $5,000 for a brand deal that I had never talked to, never pitched. It was an offer. I didn't even have to negotiate it. It was just like, here, we're offering you this. I literally like screamed. I was like, what? Because I had almost forgotten that I even wrote this down. Like I forgot. That's how much you're supposed to let go is that it's completely subconscious. So then I sat there and I thought, okay, this is so interesting. How did I do this? How did this happen? And what I realized is that I wrote it down, meaning it was visually on my planner. And what happens is when I'm filling out my daily planner, oftentimes I have to flip back to the pages before and make sure that I'm writing down everything that I didn't finish that day. So if I didn't finish something and it's going to roll over to the next day, or even sometimes I go back a couple days, I always make sure that I write it on the next day so that I don't forget about it. So what I realized is that many times that week, I was flipping back through the pages and I was actually seeing what I had written, an unexpected 5K. And I wasn't even consciously comprehending or reading it, but just seeing it triggered my subconscious. It triggered my brain to be focusing on that. So my subconscious mind was focused on this money and focused on this deal. And I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. But this is why vision boards work because you're not thinking about it all the time. You're just looking at it and it is actually doing the work for you. You are just seeing it. It's triggering your subconscious to filter that as something that's important to deem it as something to focus on. And your subconscious brain goes to work at filtering out your reality to provide you with what you are trying to manifest. And it's a little more complicated than that, of course, and that's why I really encourage you guys to listen to my manifesting episode, Manifest Anything in 24 Hours. It really gets into this and actually explains how this works. But yeah, I realized, oh my gosh, I was looking at this a lot without even realizing it. And, you know, I may have even like gone on this website and maybe submitted for something that I didn't even remember. Or maybe I talked to a different like PR rep about a different brand deal and maybe they thought of me for this one. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. And the whole important thing is that it doesn't matter how and it doesn't matter when. The point is that it happened. So that is literally how it happened. Ask and you shall receive. Write it down and then just let go. Because every decision that your subconscious brain is making is making, it's making those decisions that will allow you to achieve this. So again, like I said, I could have maybe emailed a PR person who maybe worked for this company and maybe they liked me, but if, but maybe I only emailed them because like, something pulled me to email them. I can't pinpoint exactly what it was, but it's not like I sat there and did nothing, but I didn't think about, oh, I need to go email this company. I need, because also when you're doing that, when you're like, I need to do this, I need to spend an hour emailing brands, that is creating resistance because it's creating not like desperation, but you know, you're like, shoot, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? But when you do that, you're creating resistance you're trying to determine how it's going to happen. You know, oh, it's going to happen because I'm going to email 10 people until one person accepts. 
But no, that's not how it works. You can't be doing that. You have to just let go. So some actions that I took led to this, but I was not consciously making those actions to lead to this. Does that make sense? So then that is the ask and you shall receive. And that is the receiving portion as well. Now, the last thing that I just want to talk about for a minute is kind of that follow through. So the second I saw this email, my immediate thought was, oh my gosh, I shouldn't jinx this. Like I shouldn't post about this or be too excited because what if it doesn't happen? What if I'm too excited and it doesn't happen? Now, by me even saying that out loud to myself right away was creating resistance right then and there. I was manifesting the possibility that this deal maybe wouldn't happen. And you know why? Because it was coming out of a scarcity mindset. I was immediately thinking, oh my gosh, I need this money. I want this money. Like I have bills to pay. Holy crap. I need this to work. I need this to work. And even though I had already gotten the offer, that can still create resistance and mess things up for you. Instead of just not caring about the outcome and this is one of the hardest parts about manifestation is letting go of the outcome because when something's important like that if you need to pay your rent or if you need to you know you need something to happen or you feel like you need something to happen that's another interesting thing you don't always need it but you feel like you need it you feel like you will literally die if you don't have it then it's really really hard to let go of the outcome so for me right away my brain did that my brain went to the place of oh no I can't lose this rather than oh my god I just manifested this this is incredible it's gonna work out it's all gonna work out. So the follow up is so important even once you receive it keeping that mindset of yay this is gonna work out I'm so grateful I'm so thankful yay and not worrying that something could go wrong not going to that restricting negative place of questioning it you know. And I actually panicked because I did that. And then immediately when I went to accept the offer, the person didn't reply to me. They haven't, they still haven't replied. And I was like, oh my God, Adrian, did you literally jinx yourself? <laughs> like, did you actually mess this up for yourself? And I still believe no, like it's going to work out. It's going to happen. Like they're going to email me back. I'm just letting go. I'm practicing now letting go and just knowing it'll work out. But it's really important in that follow-up to continue to practice stopping those thoughts of resistance and to continue practicing the idea of gratitude and being thankful that something happened and not overanalyzing and just letting it happen letting it flow and that's something I really learned with this situation so also notice that when I wrote when I wrote an unexpected 5k is what I want I didn't put a timestamp on it in fact I didn't even think about it I just wrote it down because I thought it would be fun and so it's incredible the way that these things can manifest into your reality, especially when you don't really care. Because I didn't even think this was going to work because I wasn't trying for it to work really hard. Do you know what I mean? It's a little confusing. But anyway, so that is the story of how I manifested $5,000. I will keep you guys updated with what happens going forward. But if you want to check out the Instagram post, I actually posted a screenshot of the offer that I got and of my, I posted a picture of what I had written in my planner and I just thought it was so powerful. So check that out if you guys want. And um, remember, I'll also link the worksheet of the nine-step manifesting process down below. But now that we've talked about that, and I hope you guys got something out of this. I hope it's inspiring. I really encourage you guys to try manifesting because it freaking works. It works. And it's a learning curve. Sometimes you'll feel frustrated with it and sometimes you won't. And all you can do to become a manifestation expert is just keep going. Keep doing it and start small. 
So to end this episode, I am going to answer one of your guys's questions. So today the question is how do you balance planning content for your YouTube channel, multiple Instagram accounts, and your podcast? This is a great question because there is a lot of content and it has taken me years to perfect a system. And in fact, every time I have a system, I tend to change it because I'm someone who loves a routine, but then once I'm in a routine, sometimes I don't love I don't love it anymore. <laughs> but I will tell you the tool that has really, really saved me, and it's taken me so long to find the right tool, but I'm going to tell you about it because I genuinely love it. It's called Airtable. It's a desktop um, like website. It's also an app, but I highly prefer the desktop version. And essentially, it's like a content calendar, but actually one that's really useful and easy to use for once. I feel like a lot of these like content calendar tools are really complicated or you have to pay for them. Check out Airtable. I literally plan all my content on Airtable. And what's so nice about it is that I don't get overwhelmed with like what I'm scheduling because I can go in there every day. I just keep them up on my desktop, all my schedules. And I can just know like, oh, today this is going up. And then I just try every like Sunday or Monday to kind of try to plan out like the next week of content. Of course, things change, but it's also such a nice tool for like if you have someone you're partnering with on something, like if you and a friend have a podcast, then you both want access to this calendar rather than like Google Docs. It can be confusing and you can like send notifications to people. Um, So it's super nice when you're working with someone, but also it's just super nice for your own organization. So Airtable is honestly how I keep track of everything. So (laughs) that concludes this episode. Thank you guys so much for being here and listening. I appreciate all of your reviews. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and also anywhere where you listen to podcasts. The links for all my social media will be down below. And remember, you guys, you can call in and actually leave a voicemail so that I can answer your guys' questions on the show. So the number is down below. Give me a call. I would love it. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you in the next episode.